Hi everybody and welcome back to Truly Pivotal Moments. Today we're going to talk about grieving. Now grieving can be from many things, but the most common thing that people associate the word grieving with is the loss of a loved one friend or family member who has passed away and it almost always catches us by surprise. Sometimes it is predictable, meaning we know their situation and death is imminent, but many times even then we still feel a bit taken back by it. And so we're going to talk about the grieving process today and tips for coping with grieving that may just help you in your time of need today. Stay with us. We'll be right back and we'll start talking about grief coping tips. Well, grieving is a real thing. And if you don't take time to acknowledge it or to process it, it, it can be very consuming. At any phase, you could be frozen in your life if you don't recognize the phases and understand how to come out of it, if you don't have friends or family who understand and can lovingly confront you and consistently support you through the process, then you can get stuck in one area. This could change your perspective of the world and the value of yourself and so many things. And so it's very important that we understand and maybe apply these tips. Maybe you're coping right now or trying to cope with grieving. So let's go through just about five things here that might help you through that process, okay? The first one is to allow yourself to feel your emotions. I'm not sure how that sounds to you, but give it some thought right now to allow yourself to feel your emotion. Sometimes you can become very numb at the reality that you've lost someone. And this can even go as far as a pet that you've had for many years. But like I said, most of the time it's a human being loss. And you have to give yourself a chance. Guys, if you're a guy, you totally have to find a setting where you can give yourself a chance to feel these emotions. Ladies, you are accustomed to sharing and feeling your emotions, but this might be a little different. So a chance to feel the emotions can sometimes mean asking a friend to be with you while you discuss how you feel about it. The friend can help you from going off the deep end, you know, from getting a little too deep in the thought. If we share our emotions, verbalizing them and um, considering them, and we don't have someone there or something to limit us, then we can actually be reliving or reinforcing the negative feelings and it can lead to despair and, and depression and other things. So creating an environment that will allow yourself to feel your emotions and then giving yourself permission to feel these emotions is very important. It's normal to feel a range of emotions, including sadness. That's a given, right? But 
what many people don't think about is anger and guilt and, and even relief can be hard to receive. If you've had a loved one who's been suffering for a long time, you can feel relieved. Maybe it was actually a burden on you, but who would dare say that? So these are some of the emotions you might not have thought about that you have to give yourself a chance to feel. Of course, sadness, but you could be angry that they died or angry that they left you. You can feel guilty that you feel angry that they left you and you can feel relief. Now allow yourself to experience and express these emotions rather than bottling them all up and keeping them to yourself. That's not the best way to do this. So again, having friends, you can say, look, I know you know, and I am grieving. I recognize that. But I need to ask you to keep me from too long a pause in each of these phases. You know what I mean? So call upon your friends. Utilize your friendships and ask them to check in with you. There's nothing wrong with doing that. The second thing we're going to discuss in grief coping tips is to take care of yourself. Now, grief can be emotionally and physically exhausting. So make sure to eat well, exercise, and get enough sleep. Now, I mean good rest. I know you can be laying around if you feel depressed, but a designated sleep time, it may not even be a bad idea if you are suffering from lack of quality sleep to try some NyQuil or something that can help you to go into a deeper sleep to give your body and brain rest. And again, with control factors in place, tell your friends or what have you, something that would help you to sleep more deeply given all of your stress and concern and emotional uh, turbulence that you're experience, experiencing. Uh, engage in activities that you enjoy and that help you to relax, such as reading, taking a bath, or going for a walk. These are activities that can bring you to that place of rest. And of course, turning off all of your screens, um, electronics, half hour, 40 minutes before you sleep, maybe an herbal tea, um, and then winding down for at least a half an hour or so in your bed. Reading that book can also help you to sleep after taking a bath and after having gone for a walk. It is really important to find a way to relax and take care of yourself. Um, so, so much focus can be on the event and the outcome of the event and what are we going to do now? And of course, there are plans and arrangements that you might have to make in the middle of all of what you're feeling. And so the accountability of the close friend is so important. You guys can share this podcast together and you can say, I need that. I need you to make sure I do take care of myself. Can you do that for me? Call upon your friends, utilize your friends and ask them to help you through this process. The third thing we're going to talk about is seeking support. We've kind of alluded to it, right? I talked about getting friendship and 
and calling upon your friends, utilizing your friends. But talk to your family and friends about your feelings and what you're going through. Now, these are your feelings. Don't just say, I'm feeling sad. Express it a little more deeply and afford time for this. Don't just do it on a drive-by, right? If you have a friend that's not as attentive when you talk as you'd want to be, but you know that they're a good friend, you can say, hey, please just give me five minutes and then sit across from them, the phone's off and sit there and say, I really need your help. I know we normally don't talk this way, but I trust you and we've been together a long time and I need your help. Would you listen to this podcast with me and and let me share with you some of the things that, that I feel I need to do when I'm going through this. So seek support with family and friends, telling them about your feelings, but deeper, like what it means to you and how the sensations are and what you're going through from your perspective. Now, grieving is all subjective. It means it depends upon you and how you see it. Some people, they they take it rather hard and other people are so used to hiding their feelings that this is a real challenge for them to hear me say this. In addition to that, you can actually join a grief support group or seek counseling if needed. Many of my friends, when I approach this topic, um, have said, yeah, counseling had helped them when they lost a spouse and how to deal with the dynamics of their children dealing with grief. Um, Or if you've lost a parent, maybe it's your only parent left and you really relied upon them. You lived with them and you would look for them for advice. You had a great relationship and now they're gone. So there's a lot of things to try to deal with, but you have to express this to somebody. Sometimes a grief support group can be more instrumental, especially if there's a counselor there to keep the topic going going on the right schedule on the right path and also to maybe have some one-on-one time with you to gently unwrap some of the roots of your feelings to give you time to adjust it's not an overnight thing we could talk about four eight or twelve weeks of meeting with them once a week and then the people in the group you can call and support each other so it's important to have someone to lean on During this difficult time, no matter how strong you think you are, it's great to lean upon someone and it can make that relationship even stronger. We'll take another break for this brief message um, just because I really enjoy this particular app that I've been using for a few years and we'll come back with number four. Number four is to be patient. Now, as I said uh, from the number three, that grieving is a process that takes time. It takes time to heal. Now, you may not have a lot of time to take off of work or disengage in life, or if you have children or other responsibilities, you have to stay engaged in those. Not everybody has time to take off and just grieve. But allowing yourself time, even in the middle of your schedule, is really important and allow it to take place. Allow the process. There's no set timeline for how long it will take you to heal. And depending on the relationship, it could take a while, maybe a year or more. The longer you were together or the dynamics of your situation, 
could cause you to not have enough time to really focus on these things that I'm talking about. And you need to really focus so that you can allow this process to, to complete the cycle. You got to give yourself space to grieve. Be patient with yourself as you go through the healing process. You may start to see triggers, things that pop up or that remind you. To an extent, all of us put aside feelings and we don't really deal with them or cope with them too much. But you do need to process them. Otherwise, you'll start to see things differently in the world that doesn't benefit you. So remember, be patient with yourself. If you find yourself losing patience, you know, ask your friends to help you. And again, call upon your friends. I can't, I can't reiterate that enough. Call upon your friends. Now, number five is next. The fifth and final thing, it's not an exhaustive list, but things to consider. Sometimes when you're grieving, you just need to hear these tips is to find ways to honor your loved one. Find ways to honor your loved one. It could be changing out some pictures. It can be creating a podcast on the podcast I use. It's free and you can create a podcast and just express yourself and share it if you want or don't share it. It's up to you, but producing it might be something to take your mind off of it. Um, thinking about all the things that that you benefited from by having that person in your life. Sometimes saying them out loud or recording them or journaling them can help you to process those feelings. But creating a memorial of some kind, you can even write a letter to your loved one or engage in an activity that you used to enjoy together. And that might be painful at first, but eventually you can connect with those memories in that environment or that activity you can feel connected and close to them once again. Finding ways to remember and honor your loved one can help you to feel connected again. And so finding some peace in the midst of all of the turbulence is very important. And again, it takes time. So don't go through all of their things. Don't, don't sit there and go through all of the photos. And I would even recommend that you don't go through it alone, like share the photos and the memories with other people as you speak about it in more fondness. And with someone else there, it might be enough to hold you back from getting consumed by it. But what will remain is that you processed it, that you do love them. And, and um, this can bring you some solace in the middle of all that these situations can bring. Remember, grief is a natural process and that everyone experiences it differently. It's okay to seek help and support if needed and take the time you need to heal. If you're able to take time off from work and do it, but keep it brief. You want to get back into a routine as soon as possible. So again, just to summarize this, grieving is a natural response to loss and everyone experiences it differently. And these tips are just tips. Apply them, consider them, implement them however you want. But the first one was allowing yourself to feel your emotions. The second one was to take care of yourself. The third one is to seek support, including, including professional help. 
The fourth one is to be patient with yourself. And the fifth one is to find ways to honor your loved one. This is truly pivotal moments. And we try to talk about life and relationships and grieving is a very big part of that dynamic. So thank you for joining us and we hope to talk with you again soon.